Hello and welcome to episode one of the Exevnus Live Pulse podcast. I'm your host, Anasib Uberg, Vice President Marketing and Commercialization for Exevnus. At Exevnus, our focus is on the practical application of digitalization in oil field operations, and that is what this podcast series is all about. In the next 10 episodes, we're going to bring you discussions that will guide you and your company on your journey towards digitalization and automation. In this first episode of Live Pulse, we start with a few high-level questions. Why is digitalization important for oil field operations? What does the digitalization process require of you? And how can you move forward right now? So let's get started. It is my pleasure to introduce today's guest, Serafima Schaefer, Well Digitalization Manager at Exebnus. Welcome, Serafima. Hello, Anasif. I'm very happy to be here. Let's start by looking at what makes digitalization such an important topic for oil and gas companies today. Well, the short answer is digitalization is an important topic because it's happening everywhere. We can certainly recognize it in our personal lives. Think about online banking and shopping. I see. Our everyday life is already colored by digitalization. And if you're a player in the oil and gas industry today, then you're already on the road towards digitalization and ultimately automation. For example, in most companies, the human resources function is already digitalized. You can probably go into the system and find an employee who has the credentials you need for a project, the right experience, the necessary safety training. Yeah, supply chain is another example. Most companies use online supply catalogs to mobilize equipment. We do know, however, that the industry is slower to bring digitalization to the operations space. And that's something we can talk about further. But for right now, I must just say to our listeners, you know that it's not a question of if you will digitalize your operations. It's a question of when, what, how much, how quickly, and in what form. You can dabble for a while, but you cannot stand still. What would you say is the driver behind the push towards digitalization? Companies are looking for new ways of doing things to deal with the technical and economic challenges they are facing. Especially in drilling and completions, they are compelled to make their processes more efficient and more reliable, safer for the environment, and to still reduce time and cost. Digitalization is at the center of all these ambitions. It's worth noting that the coronavirus pandemic, which has hit our industry so hard, is only intensifying the need to change the way things are done, to perform tasks remotely, with fewer face-to-face interactions, less travel, and more efficient use of personal. Yes, it is definitely pushing us. In a sense, your company's digitalization strategy is the one thing that should not be shelved right now. In fact, it should be accelerated, because it underpins so much of what you need to be doing now more than ever. But committing to a full-scale digitalization transformation is a daunting task and prospect for companies. That's true. And on that note, I have good news for the oil and gas companies. Hmm, that is good to hear. Tell us. You already have a lot of what you need to move forward. You have lots of data. You have knowledge, documented procedures, best practices, lessons learned, and years of experience. The point of digitalization is to use your experience, to free your data from its silos, clean it up, and put it to work for you. What guidance can you offer companies on their transformation journey? 
Even if the road towards digitalization and automation seems overwhelming, it can be traveled in manageable, pragmatic steps. So, the foundation of your transformation strategy is your information that you already have. So, step one is to structure it in such a way that it becomes for everyone who needs it, whenever they need it. Structuring data is a process of building connections, connecting operational insights, for instance, with equipment and procedures. Like social media, where the whole idea is to connect data points. Exactly. You know, there is a process of tagging in social media that connects user data and results in a profile of you. And that determines the ads that you see, the recommendations that you get for the related information, and so on. Mm, I see. And the end results of structuring your company's data and information is something we call a digital library. Where a specialized software tags relevant data, such as best practices, checks and risks, to the rig equipment, type of operation, procedural steps, and geological formation, and so on. The data model makes the information accessible to users in the context of the situation and at relevant times in the operation. So that is step one. Step number two is standardization. That is a very loaded word. Yes. Unfortunately, the word standardization puts some people off. They think it leads to inflexible robotic processes. In fact, it does the opposite. How so? Once you connect your structured data, and once you standardize the ways in which this data is expressed, accessed, and used, then you open up vast possibilities. You create connections and transparency between people and systems which can reach around the world. Think of it in the context of well construction. Imagine you can standardize workflows, big or small, so that people are doing similar jobs in consistent ways wherever they are. Your company gains from that. You gain mobility, scalability, reliability, and the flexibility to improve your processes. Hmm. When I think about standardization, I think about all the examples in our daily lives that we never really question, like electrical sockets. You know, I drive an electrical car. When I bought that six years ago, I was really surprised to find out that there was no standard plug for charging. Different car manufacturers had different plugs and different designs. No standards. If I wanted to travel anywhere, I had to carry a bunch of different adapters with me. It was actually only this year that the EU imposed a standard to the, on the car industry. That's a great example. In the same way, if you're in the oil and gas company, you can also create standards. Standards that increase your productivity and allow you to tap into the full potential of your entire population. Imagine everyone in your organization, from fresh out to mid-career, able to perform a procedure and do what needs to be done. It liberates you to go wherever you want to go as a company. It's the same in the industry, at the industry level. Any form of automation requires the industry as a whole to have standards. And there are industry groups now that are busy establishing standards for drilling automation. So you're saying that structuring your information and establishing standards are the first two steps. But what about the people? Aren't they, how are they going to see the change coming? The people are very important in this transformation. I cannot stress enough that the most important step is to overcome resistance to change within your organization. Digitalization requires a shift in attitude. In other words, a willingness to take a chance on change. Yeah. And you know, the thought of embarking on a digitalization transformation provokes questions. And we will look into what these questions typically are throughout this podcast series and suggest realistic answers. 
what would you say is the most challenging part to overcome resistance? In my opinion, it's trust. Today, data gets input over and over again, simply because people don't trust the last person who input the data. And typically, that is also because they can't trace the data source. The reality is, a lot of the time, the data is not intended for others to use, or for that matter, for machines to use. Data quality and content are a matter of personal choice and experience. Mm, I can see that. In a digital workflow, things are different. People and systems work interactively and transparently. The digital workflow displays the data source and author precisely for the purpose of enabling trust in the information that has been shared. Information that is entered in a digital workflow is intended to be relied on and reused. All data is everybody's data. Mm -hmm. Very much like social media. Right. In social media, data is the product. Create good content and good data and you have followers. Likewise, in digital workflows, the quality and integrity of what you hand on to the next person is crucial. If you generate high-quality data, you're doing your job and enhancing your value as a player in the company. And that's what people need to understand. But still, there's that habit of mistrust that has to be overcome. We're talking about a cultural transformation and changing people's habits. Yes, organization needs to build a collaborative, interoperable, trusting environment. You need fewer rogues and heroes and more reliable systems and team players. How can we achieve that? It comes back to clearing up the points of resistance. You know, the most common question I hear is, why should we change something that isn't broken? That is a good point. In our industry, often, things have been done in a similar way for decades, with incremental changes. And the job has been getting done. True. But today, we have a lot more information that can improve the operation. Much more sensor data, better measurements, things like that. Yeah, thing is, we can't actually deploy this information. We can't liberate it until we have a digital platform for it. Your company's processes may be not broken, but it is cracked. There is a famous saying that I like. There is a crack, that's how the light gets in. And that's how execution could be greatly improved by using the wealth of information that you have now available. Hmm. We've been talking about improving efficiency, and that sounds great, but aren't most companies going to ask for an old-fashioned business case, how to save money? The business case depends on what exactly you're hoping to achieve. We can work with you to develop a business case that documents your data flow and processes and points out the value for you of digitalizing your planning and executional phases. But if I can take a high level for a moment, let's look at smartphones. Anasif, have you been given a business case for a smartphone? I don't think so. No, we as consumers were not given a business case for adopting smartphone technology into our lives, but we could imagine the benefits and we went ahead. Now we find ourselves using our smartphones for much more than making phone calls, and most of us couldn't live without them. So true, I can hardly function day without mine. But okay, now let's stick to the grand level view. At Exebnus, we think a lot about work instructions for the driller. Help us envision some of the efficiencies that digitalization can generate there. There are many. Well, let's think about these questions. How many wells do you plan in a typical year? Five? Ten? How long does it take to create work instructions for each one? Hours or weeks? And how many people are involved? What is your number? Is it big or small? 
it's actually quite large. Mm. And then imagine something unexpected occurs. Is the number bigger? How does it affect your productive time? It may seem obvious, but anything that enhances efficiency and reduces the time it takes to complete projects will save money. Digitization will save money, but it will also gain so much more. Enhance safety and security, better resource sustainability, better management of your productive time. Digitization helps to achieve all of these goals. And we're going to look more closely at how it does that in future episodes. Well, Serafima, we're almost at the end of our time. Any final thoughts for today? Yes. Well, we've been talking about the, what companies can do right now with digitalization to reap the benefits. But the biggest price is still ahead. It's automation. By all means, enjoy the scenery along the road towards digitalization, but keep your sights on the ultimate destination. The same way that smartphones have connected us to a world of information at our fingertips, automation promises newer possibilities that we haven't thought of yet. Thank you, Serafima. Thank you. I hope we have provided ideas that you, our listeners, can use in your discussions about digitalization. And in future episodes, we plan to look at digital work instructions, machine learning and the impact of automation on people and organizations. We will post notices on LinkedIn and the Exceptionist website when our next episode is available. We have plenty of knowledge to share, and so do you. So we're eager to hear your questions, and you can write us at info at Subscribe to the Exceptionist YouTube channel, and don't hesitate to get in touch. Until next time, goodbye.